Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Heavy Hours. Welcome back. Woo! Hey. Hey, we're back. Glad to be back. This is, we had John a little while ago to chat briefly about the, about the rock boat. Now we have you guys back. You got a, a new single coming out on September 14th called uh, you say my name. So it's super exciting. It's always great when the rock boat community really shows some true love to some bands that are coming on. And uh, there has been nothing but positive chatter <laughs> through the rock boat communities about you guys. I was it's, gonna say since the last time we talked, we have also gained a lot of friends in the rock boat squad. Like every show we've played since then, there's been at least like seven rock boaters there, and uh, that's been really, really cool. Now, how have you been able to identify them? They identify themselves. Yeah, they reveal their identities. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's been crazy though. I didn't expect to be able to notice or to be welcomed in that quickly like we played a really small show in san diego a couple weeks ago which is about as far away from our hometown as you can possibly get and it was a sunday night there wasn't that many people there and there was like two or three rock voters that came yeah. out and supported us on just like a sunday night small show and so like little stuff like that seems to keep happening every every week for that's us. crazy yeah that's it's just gonna keep growing exponentially and once you get on that, it's, it's just, I don't even want to keep talking about like how awesome it's going to be once you get on the book because it's just going to knock your socks off. The love that um, the listeners and the followers of Rock Boat Bands show every band is just absolutely, and, and you're seeing it firsthand, um, which is kind of unheard of, you know? No, it's wild. Because there's, there's followers of music, of bands, and they usually stick to their core, um, like the Kiss Crews. People who love Kiss forever love the Kiss Crews. And yeah, there might be other bands on there, but they're they're there for Kiss. And people in the rock boat, it's just a different community. Yeah, you know, eat, each their own. And um, when when you sign up for the rock boat, it changes your life. And uh, we we start showing up to shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an ongoing festival, an eternal so, festival. <laughs> So you guys have been like super busy. Um, let's talk about the new single and where the idea came from, how you created the title of the, of the, of the song. What, what made you pick that, uh, that phrase? And uh, let's just dive into it. The, the title was, uh, was actually, it was a long time. It was between Say My Name and You Say My Name. And I, I, it, it was like 50 50 for the longest time. I forget what, how we settled on. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, we, I think we kind of settled on you say my name just because it was a little bit of just a difference between like, I feel like there's a lot of popular songs out there that have been called say just say my name. And like you say my oh, name yeah. is the chorus of the song and kind of like the idea behind the song. So we wanted to kind of 
make the even if it was one more word to say or more of a mouthful, we wanted to keep it in there. To... No, the U is important. Yep. Yep. Nice. When it, when did you start writing this? So I mean, it was uh, it was kind of a crazy thing. This uh, the the thesis statement of the album was like you know hardcore collaboration and a hardcore timeline, and I you know I remember the last song we had one last song to record and we had a few different options um and it was just it, it was very funny it was the last day it was the last song you know we we weren't sifting through everything we've recorded we were trying to come up with what we were gonna finish off the album with and it's funny because it's actually going to be the first track um uh which is ironic uh, the first track of a possible album that might, that <laughs> right. might be, yeah. you know, yeah. making its making its debut uh, sometime soon. But um, and our yeah, our producer he said uh, he said, "Hey guys, uh, I have this song. It's not really complete, um, and I wrote it with Vance Joy." And you know, it just it was just one of those things where it's like, how can you casually say that? <laughs> and you know he's as he's talking to us we're like looking at this like framed magazine of Vance Joy and Rolling Stone <laughs> and it was just like well hell yes let's like let's let's do this like call yeah. him up call up his lawyers call up his mom you know it, yeah it was even kind of like a little weirder than that too because we had like probably three or four songs that we were like pretty passionate about like oh we wanted to record this or like we were like we just bouncing off like which one we actually wanted to record and i remember like sitting in the studio that last week we were up there and being like like just sitting there like man what song are we going to do and we're like playing them for our producer and another two producers david and simon and we're just like talking very candidly like you know what song what song are we feeling and we like started playing around and like you know working on the vance joy one and um simon Felice, our producer, kind of like stepped in a little bit and was like, guys, I, I don't like pulling this card or whatever. He's like, but I think you should like kind of trust me. Like, and David, the other guy too, was like, I really think this is the one. So like we were a little bit, maybe a tiny bit hesitant about it at the very, very beginning. And it's funny now because it's like now gonna be the single that we probably push the hardest after the whole album. Of suggestion, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you all have seen uh, the TV show Shark Tank. Sometimes they give them a deal and they're like, wait, we need a few minutes to talk about it. Was it like one of those situations where it was like, we got to talk amongst ourselves to make a decision? Or is it just like, you know what? We're going to roll with this. The last time I felt like the way that I did in that scenario probably was like playing Pokemon on a Game Boy and like finding like a rare Pokemon. Like it was just one of those things where like my instinct was like, <laughs> I'm never going to get this chance again. Like, like, hell yeah, let's collaborate with Vance Joy. Like that sounds so amazing. And the, the coolest part to me was that it was like a, a weird, like friendly connection between our producer. Like it wasn't some, you know, contrived thing from the record label or, you know, manager or something like that. It was like, what we just had the opportunity to do this so yeah <laughs> and what was the like the time frame from the time that you got the call that this you know he's the producer has the song and by the time you guys were in the studio and the song was complete 
what how long did that process take a couple of days honestly like what? It, was, it, it was yeah it was wild so we were up there in woodstock new york when simon first kind of like pitched the idea to us and he like sent us home that night with like we had like a little rough draft of him and him and simon and vance playing the song together like in a room and he's like go home do your best to learn it tell me how you guys feel in the morning and if you guys still like it like we'll work on some more verses we'll work on like iron out some more lyrics and working on the song crafting it if you guys feel it and you know we, we all went back and like we started to be like all right we really like this this is gonna be awesome we like feel it and it was recorded and finished probably two days later after that because it was a, uh, it was covid during that time too so like we really they like really weren't even supposed to like be up in there in the studio to begin with like i think new york was on like yeah such a heavy lockdown that like we weren't really even supposed to be like driving <laughs> yeah. yeah we got pulled over <laughs> unless it was for like this necessary work yeah so, something like, like that and I, I remember our the produ our producer simon he made a joke and he was like he was he was just like uh something about what we were doing being more necessary than you know <laughs> yeah. anything else going on in new york so how many times in your life are you gonna have this and it's like we're going like we're gonna we're oh, gonna yeah, chance it it. it was no problem it was no problem quarantining you know for that travel to uh in order to make that trip you know did not did not have an issue doing that now will i know sometimes singles that are going to be in albums have um a new or their own um design for the for the song for the for the case of the song like the artwork um is this going to have its own image or type of uh, graphic for it? Or will the album encompass that same image? It's going to get its own, yeah. its own graphic. And that'll be, that'll be coming out. That artwork will be revealed relatively soon. Okay. All yeah. right. And the, the album... The album that we're hypothesizing hypothetically yeah. speaking if there were going to be an album, album it's it hypothetically would, already has a cover yeah <laughs> i might be looking at it right now you know? uh, <laughs> is that hypothetical album gonna have a vinyl that goes right there maybe that's hypothetically what we're looking maybe at that's, right now yes what uh, plenty of room maybe who knows Everything's got a price. I mean, hypothetically, we should have those vinyl. Uh, well, do don't talk any longer. You know, speaking about prices, there is an unlimited drink package on the boat, so I will buy you all a drink. <laughs> and Chris, I'll buy you one of their vinyls, so we're good, man. Boom. See, it's full circle. That sounds like a great deal for everybody. Heck yeah. Now, the song itself, did you guys... What would you say? So the song, like, let's let's uh, say here's thirty percent of the song because I think you had mentioned that they didn't finish the whole the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Was it a unique process to be able to like get the song from somebody like Vance Joy, and then be able to? Were you nervous about being able to like change things around or add things to it? And like, what was that process like after that? Does he get like a chance to listen to it and be like, yes or no? Um, for yeah. those who are listening, who don't, who don't well, know the process. It, it was kind of crazy though. Like he definitely heard it and is aware of, you know, everything that we did with it. Um, but the deal 
that what happened was, you know, Simon said like, hey, I, I, I talked to him, like he's cool with it. Let's, you know, and since it was Simon, since our producer, Simon was like, let's make it our own. So it was kind of really cool to see, you know, a voice memo turn into like, how can we extract it and turn it into a heavy hours song? And we had never been in a studio that, uh, you know, bustling with, uh, you know, platinum records and Grammys on the wall. And so it was crazy to see um, just, there really wasn't any limit to like the, you know, the way that we could sort of, sort of shape the song. It was. That's it was awesome. Cool to, it was cool to participate, but it was also cool to watch. Were you gonna, was no, I was, yeah, I was going to say that he, after his, it was a very quick conversation, you know, like with Simon. So I think Simon has you know, direct access to him and he was very, you know, very generous with it and was like, yeah, I trust you. Like, I love that someone is going to take that song and run with it some more. Like he's like, you guys have my full, my full blessing. And, you know, we approved of it at the end, which was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Walk in there and it's just like, it, you know, it's like, uh, it's for me, it would be comparable to like when you've been, you know, uh, trying to get said person on for an episode and, if, you know after six months of emails you finally get like yeah let's do this and then it's like you get like super excited well i wasn't referring to us <laughs> for, for the listeners we went back and forth and back and forth only and the last time was me i got covid so uh you know but these guys are awesome they've been totally hospitable it's 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 just uh it goes to show you how amazing um the rock boat family meaning the pe the people at six man pick like such level-headed awesome bands to come on and that clearly is reflected with with you guys and and your music and the fact that the community is coming out to see you but but back to the to the new single did you know what kind of studio you were walking into before you went in there we thought it was going to be like a beautiful huge like, massive you know, uh, escape in the woods with floor to ceiling windows. And we had seen some videos of some recording sessions of other artists they'd worked with. And we thought it was going to look like, you know, Fleetwood Mac's mansion or something, but it was his basement. We were so surprised to roll up to his house, him pop outside and be like, Hey, you know, I'm going to go feed the goats with my wife. And then we're going to head down <laughs> into my basement. And it was, it was surreal. I mean, it was a nice basement. It was great. It was cool. <laughs> but it was very like, oh, you're in your basement. Kind of like we are at our homes, you know, in Cincinnati. And I think it like almost, that almost like helped in a way. Because it was like, oh yeah. Like you said about like a pinch me moment. Like, I don't know if there was one exclusive, like one moment that I can look to to be like, oh man, that moment really, like, I can't believe that happened and I had to have a pinch me moment it was more like two straight years where like every day we woke up and we're like what the hell are we doing in these situations where it's like week after week something happened we're like oh my god I cannot believe we're here but like getting like being nervous and being like our first time working with a high profile producer or something like that just having like a very comfortable like low-key no egos kind of like 
and environment was like just super helpful for us and super helpful for the record, I think. Real quick to touch on that. I think that that, that truly helps uh, an environment that you're in. Somebody who doesn't have a big ego because you have people there that just want to play really awesome kick-ass music and do what you love. And granted, there's probably some people who've got huge egos that can do that. But it's for me, I always found it comforting to be in the presence of people who are just like, what's up? Let's do this. You know, like whatever. Music is music, you know. And that's neat, too, that you say no egos, because that's that's what the community of artists that the rock boat people uh, pick every year. Just there's no egos. I mean, people are getting soft serve ice cream. You sit next to Ken Block eating soft serve ice cream. You sit next to Andrew McMahon. There's soft serve on the rock boat because that's a game changer for me. I'm There's 24, a soft serve, seven, baby. Twenty four, yeah. I'm a big no, soft serve. Twenty four hours. Twenty four hours a day. Yeah. I've gotten into a lot of heated arguments this summer about how soft serve is way better than hard dip ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. It's like one fifth of the price, and it tastes better. That's great. That's great. Might have to pump my stomach of ice cream. Well, you can you can literally get it at any time of the day and the night and in between, in between shows. Swing by, get some. You know, it's uh. It is a lot more entertaining. Come three three thirty a.m. Though I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm gonna make myself like a three and a half foot tall ice cream. How big is the is the ice cream vat on the Norwegian pearl? That's what I mean. <laughs> That'd be big. You're going to see like a little dinghy have to come out for replenishment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Milkmates making ice cream. Awesome. So, when you guys were working on the song, what is the, um, the collaboration between the three of you like when trying to figure out how do we make this the greatest song that we can? A lot of staring at each other yeah. it's like it's kind of like if you ever seen like three animals interact with the, three dogs interact with each other you know like one of us gives an idea and we kind of look at each other is that the one is that the idea yeah yeah like somebody you know it's it's so it's so funny but it's so natural wow. yeah i was gonna say like again i think just because we've had to and just because we've known each other for so long that again like from the very beginning of the band we've always said like we're going to succeed the best if we have no egos and we like truly are okay with criticism but also like lifting other other people up and accepting their ideas and everything and i think like the way at least i like experience it now is that like it's very obvious to me when like we all agree on an idea and it's something excites us all three like i think like we can just feel that and we kind of like roll with that and like when we're all kind of like waiting around for that moment when we all start to like click and from there it's like very easy for us to just kind of like keep that energy going the rock boat merch what i'm i'm spontaneously just changing categories here or or or, or topics what what are you guys thinking or, or, or planning or? We're, we're so we know that we need to come up with a plan. And, and right oh, that's now, a good plan. And right, <laughs> right now I'm thinking uh, we need to do tank tops. I've heard Ooh. lots 
that people, yeah. men and women, enjoy tank tops. You know, and tell us if we're wrong. <laughs> and we've no. tank tops before, so we're gonna have to do that. Little, I know. I like that. I think koozies. I think we have the best koozie game in, yeah. the, in, the, in the music. Yeah, we have the potential to be the best koozie band koozies. Bring it, because I collect koozies from the Rock Boat, and there there are some bands that even do koozies exclusive for the Rock Boat. That it's like, actually, Walshy well, Arms right here. Oh, nice! Oh, nice! Look at that. All right. I saw Walshy well, Arms on the Rock Boat, <laughs> and all I got was this koozie. So yeah. <laughs> We're gonna make ten exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> And like sometimes the there's a guy on the boat that's had a cocktail or two too many, and he stumbles in there and he buys all of them and he gives <laughs> them away. Insane. <laughs> it it's happened before. I don't know who this culprit is. Yeah. But. So, yeah. Last last year, uh, last year Chris had himself a hell of a time at the casino and just won a whole bunch of money and just decided to, you know, splurge on getting whatever. He was like four grand. Oh, no on my. roulette there was an yeah. artist that there was an artist uh sitting next to me and uh he just kept looking he was there with his band and he just kept looking at me and he's just like do you play like professionally and i'm just like <laughs> no i'm like i'm just it's like dumb luck and then there was <laughs> i went and I, I i just i think i only placed like two bets but those two bets hit in every aspect that I had put money down on. Oh my gosh. And if that happens, like the payout's like, ridiculous. And then <laughs> I was like, all right. And it was so happens to be, it so happened to be Veterans Day, like two days after that or a day after that. And I said to Mark, I was like, because um, so in the morning we do um, a thing called Breakfast with the Boatcast. And it's in the back end of the ship, usually around 8 39. Um, we start recording and, um, that day was Veterans Day, so we had all the fellow rock boaters who are veterans of, uh, of of our military swing by, and we had a table we had filled. We bought me and Mark Burtz bought so much merch. We bought vinyls, and we gave everything away to the veterans that were on the boat. That's so that was crazy. Uh, what a wild thing, man! That's awesome. So yeah, yeah, it's, it was a uh, yeah. But watch out for that guy in the merch <laughs> store. He's. Uh, I want to run into him. <laughs> it won't be hard to miss him. <laughs> Uh, what what was it like when you guys you know figured out you know the big time producers that you were working with and Vance Joy what was it like being able to tell like your family or close relatives who've seen you guys through this process you know get this I would say awesome sweet break like what was that like Hmm. Uh, I mean it's really cool personally. Half the people I know, I'm like, dude, yeah, we gotta write a song with Vance Joy. They're like, who's Vance Joy? No. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, my, I need to get friends with better music. My, it, for me, it's my family. I mean, all my friends know who Vance Joy is, but like, you know, my grandma, my dad, my mom, grandpa, like, oh, who's that? Uh, I, yeah, he's famous. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We, we need those people to not make sure our yeah. heads get too big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. You do. Isn't I that also, crazy? <laughs> I've also, like, weirdly, for some reason, like, kept the Vance Joy thing 
a secret just because I don't, I don't, not not a secret, but I haven't been telling people because I've been like, yeah, we don't I guess it. I've been waiting to like for this song to be released, and now when it's released, I want to. Well, there was just a series of so many like months where we were like hanging out with Dan Auerbach and hanging out with Simon and hanging out with Vance Joy, and we were meeting all these celebrities. And if I would have, you know, tried to keep up with the excitement and telling everybody and bragging about it, like, I thought you were. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, he's gone mad." You know? <laughs> so we kind of just were just ride, riding the wave until now. Now we got to brag about it. It's amazing. It's funny you say about uh, you know bringing it up to like your your older relatives or friends who don't know who said artist is and. We had um, Alex Band on from The Calling, mm-hmm. and um, it was like we had Alex Band on from The Calling, and people were like, "Who's that guy?" <laughs> and like, you totally have heard a song. No, yeah, I haven't. You know, oh, yeah, you have. That's, that's like my one line. You I always, have, I always tell people, like, never heard of him. Was like, you have, and you've heard the song. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to tell my grandpa who Rob Thomas was tonight. Yeah, <laughs> my mom, my mom and I were. My mom was like, "Dad, you've heard him sing before." <laughs> Matchbox Twenty, you've heard him. Well, and then, and then she went, and then she went, Santana. You've definitely heard his song with Santana. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, and then my grandpa was like, "Oh, I love Santana." <laughs> <laughs> so, but but you know, wow. congratulations and kudos to you guys. I I saw that post that you guys put out there that of what he did for you guys. Yeah, um, that was super nice of him. Like that's so cool. Yeah, so cool. He didn't have to do that, and he didn't like. He doesn't know who we are. He doesn't know our manager. He doesn't know what you know. He just what? That's so cool. <laughs> just knows good music. <laughs> yes. Well, I uh, I am I'm just like super excited to see you guys and meet you guys on the rock boat. I'm super excited for. What do you guys have going on between now and then? Um, are you guys going to have any shows coming up that people can go see you guys at between okay. now and January? Yeah, for sure. It's not Chicago. It's Evanston, right? Yeah, Evanston. just outside of Chicago. We're playing um, in middle of October. And then we're playing in Cincinnati, our hometown. We're playing this big festival that happens every year called Blink Festival. It's like a music and arts festival downtown Cincinnati. Awesome. October 14th or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, was, the internet. Yeah. yeah. Um, hopefully start booking some more shows in October and uh, hopefully finding a, a tour um, before we hit the rock boat too. So uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of artists that go on the boat um, and bands do that. They tend to, tour on the way down and then hop on the boat and some of them wind up touring after the boat and back on up to wherever they need to go some and some link up on the way down even other I, fellow boaters and uh, just feeling the room out right now i i'm i would i can't see the future into the future obviously but i would be willing to bet that there will be some people on the boat that want you to play at house shows and I and I I'm confident in saying that your connections. Are, that's that we can talk about that show on this podcast. We are playing a rock boater house show in Nashville. What? In October as well. He's a rock boater. Smitherman, Steve Smitherman. Yeah, I think so. Steve, Sounds familiar. Steve, can you hear us? <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out to Steve. Steve. <laughs> yeah, Shout out Steve. Inviting some uh, Nashville rock boaters out there too. Oh, awesome. 
That is awesome. Well, you know, we appreciate your time very much. And as a special bonus for those who are listening into the Rockbow community, we have an advanced copy of an acoustic version of You Say My Name. And uh, we want to thank you all for allowing us to be able to play this um, for our Rockbow community. And I know we're all going to love it. And um, we just thank you for your time. And we're going to we're going to fade out here and let the let the tunes kick in. You came and you saw everything that I've been aiming for. I've been thinking this feels like the start, the start of something more. There's nothing that you need to explain It's all there in the way that you say my name mm-hmm. You say my name mm-hmm. If you call me up, I'm not making other plans If I come home and my head is spinning You tell me to sleep with one foot on the ground Mm -hmm. There's nothing that I need to explain It's all there in the way that you say my name You don't need to explain It's all there in the way that you say Same, same, same. It's going to be a good time, man. It's going to be a great time. Take care. Hey, see you later, guys.